Rugby legend Martin O'Fire talks to me next uh, on the next part of the British Motor Show 2021 specials here at Trackback. Uh, Martin is, uh, of course, an England rugby legend. He's got a statue outside uh, Wembley. He talks about his rugby career, some of the best memories he ever had uh, on the rugby pitch, and also what it's like to get in his favourite car. I wonder what his favourite car was. Well, I know, you guys don't know, but you got listening to the episode to find out. Martin's such a nice guy, it was great to remiss over his career. Email the team at trackbackpodcast.yahoo.com and give us a follow at trackbackpod. Tell us what you thought of the episode, it would mean a lot. Let's go, it's Martin O'Fire. from the podcast guys the official uh, partner of the british motor show 2021 and i'm joined by rugby legend uh martin ophia who scored 500 tries can i just start with that martin 500 501 tries. to be precise 501 <laughs> which makes you officially the top uh try scorer in english rugby history how does that feel for you that's such an achievement um yeah i i am the third highest of all time you know in the world of rugby league um but yeah the the highest scorest englishman of all time obviously got the statue outside wembley uh got some great memories i created at, uh, at twickenham and wembley uh you know had some fantastic times and yeah you know <laughs> Or I always say in life, you've got to squeeze that orange as much as you yeah, can. And I think yeah. I, I squeezed that uh, rugby orange as much as I could. I mean, being the top English try scorer of all time, more than all those other English legends, I mean, it, it, it's unbelievable. I think it's, it's great. Yeah, I, th- I think when you put it into concept, when I think to myself how many people have played the game of rugby and the game of rugby league, in particular since 1895, and you know, to think that you, you sit on the top of all the English players who have played uh, you know, in terms of try score, and yeah, you know, that's a legacy that I've created, and uh, you know, something that obviously I'm very proud of. And what is your proudest achievement uh, for playing for England? I would have to say, obviously, my proudest achievement is obviously the, the statue outside Wembley Stadium, scoring that try for um, for Wigan against Leeds in the 1994 Challenge Cup final. You know, every time I go back to Wembley now, obviously there's pictures and bars and the statue outside, yeah. and uh, you know, so Wembley has become a very special place for me and my family. And yeah, it, it's great to have all those great memories. You know, uh, I've been retired uh, longer than I played, so you know, I would say that if you've uh, been retired longer than you played, and people still remember who you are, you've obviously done something right. And what's it like watching the lads um, of today? I mean, is there one player in that team that you feel you can see a bit of yourself in them? Um, there's lots of uh, you know great wingers who have played the game. You know, since uh, since I've retired. Um, you know, uh, uh, Johnny Johnny May. I know he didn't make it into the Lions squad, but he's a, a winger who's, who's very quick, and Legend. I love watching him playing uh, for for England. For England, uh, Reece Zamet, uh, the Welsh winger who actually made it onto the Lions tour. Um, yeah, he's a, another a winger who I, I I love watching. Yeah, love to see the speed, love to see the excitement, the, the try scoring. Yeah, that's the part of the game that obviously I was involved with, and that's the the part of the game that I love to watch. Do you think we're favourites in the next Six Nations? Um, I think England are always going to be favourites for the Six Nations. I think just because, obviously, the Premiership is the biggest uh, competition, um, you know, in, in the British Isles. I know the, the, the French competition, uh, their 14, uh, is, it rivals it and, you know, they put a lot, pump a lot of money into it. But I think England are always um, 
boys' favourites because of the, you know they've got so many strong yeah. clubs with the way that the the competition is set up. And do you still have stuff to do with rugby, even though you're retired now? Do you still um, have any clubs that you go and help out? With? Um, yeah, yeah, yeah. I, yeah, the Wigan Club uh, just produced their retro T-shirts um, in their club shop um, this week. They came out and they sent me one. It's emblazoned with my name on it. So no, I'm still uh, proud to, to know that you know you're still keeping a hand in there. You know, next week I'm I'm going to uh, dinner at Twickenham. Uh, for uh, Tom Huby is going to be the first um, black chairman of the RFU Fantastic. so he's invited me to dinner at Twickenham so yes yeah, so I still have my my hand in there and uh, you know it's nice to to be you know invited to all these events and what brings you to the British Motor Show how does it feel to be here you a big um, car fan yourself Mike? I'm a big car fan myself you know I'm less of a petrol head I was more of a kind of guy back in the 90s you know we're driving slowly with the roof down listen to some tunes in my Mercedes SL but now I'm more down the sustainability angle. I am a brand ambassador for Connected Curb. We had a stand here yesterday, a Connected Curb or electric vehicle charging infrastructure company. Uh, I am an avid EV um, advocate and driver. I drive a, um, a Tesla Model S. I am also ambassador for Net Zero and the EVA, which is the Electric Vehicle Association of England. Uh, we have a campaign coming up to try and, um, you know, push the um, electric vehicle um, conversation into you know the national cycle. So you, it's safe to say you are excited to see the electric vehicles start to come on the roads more. You're excited to see them coming into full force in the future. Absolutely. We know that the government have um, you know introduced the um, the ban on brand on the ban on the sale of you know brand new petrol and um, diesel vehicles by uh, 2030. Um, my journey with EV back in 2016, another rugby player, a guy called Andy Gomsall, gave me a lift in an I3 at the Cheltenham Festival. And I just, uh, you know, something about that experience just ignited uh, yeah. a curiosity in me. And so I went and bought an EV for my wife a year later. And then after she um, told me to stop driving her EV, uh, an I3, I thought to myself, I'm going to buy my own one. So I bought okay. a Tesla. And uh, yeah, then the opportunity to invest in an electric vehicle charging infrastructure company came about called Connected Curb. And yeah, just through my lived experience, um, you know, I thought, you know, this is the future. It's something to get involved with. Yeah. And, um, you know, as I say, it, my interest and my love and, uh, you know, my connection has just grown with electric vehicles ever since. And tell me what the best car you've ever driven is, Martin. One that, that really stands out. I'd have to say, yeah, definitely by, uh, by Tesla. Anyone who's seen the videos on Tesla uh, on YouTube about how they, uh, you know, compete with Lamborghinis and Ferraris, something that, you know, a lot of petrol heads, you know, really used to have to scratch their, their heads about. But, you know, there's that instant torque uh, in, in an EV uh, gives it, you know, great performance. And as I say, that combination, you know, with the, <laughs> the lack of noise, because some people are addicted, you know, to that noise. You know, <laughs> it's quite funny because me and my friend, we had an experience of driving in a normal Ford KA. We parked next to a Tesla and we feel so small. <laughs> I can't tell you how bad Martin.